Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhart. Hi, everybody. It is just me today. Uh, Adam is out of town and no one else signed up because I kind of put it up a little bit late. But I thought this was actually a really good opportunity for me to test something out. Um, I had an idea a while ago, and I'll start off with a little bit of a story first. Last year, uh, Mikey in one of the leagues traded AJ Green for Jared Goff. And I straight up tilted. I got angry. I got upset. I raged. I texted him a few times. And, you know, I looked back at my behavior and I was an asshole. <laughs> I didn't like that I got so upset about fantasy football. I mean, this is a game. I didn't want to be a child having a temper tantrum because I'm not winning a game and, you know, I storm, storm off or I stop my feet or I, you know, just be a dick. I'm an adult. This shouldn't happen. This is just a game and it should be for fun, right? Well, this is where I got my idea. I looked back at my behavior and I just did not like that. So this episode is going to be by, about why you suck at fantasy football. You suck, you jackass. So my behavior was so stupid, it blinded me to the biggest mistakes that I made, which was we have no idea how these things will turn out. We had no idea at the time. Like at the, ta- at the time, it might have seemed dumb, you know, giving up A.J. Green for Jared Goff. But the thing is, is Green never played another snap. Jared Goff did. When it actually comes down to it, I'd actually say Mikey won that trade. And that is not how it necessarily came off at the time. But that's the point. We have no damn clue how that's actually going to come off. So instead of getting pissed off, uh, I missed the biggest point, which was what I learned. You know, what did I learn from this? Now, I am not saying I'm the greatest fantasy football player. You know, I got two kids and don't have a ton of time and I got a day job. But why do you think players in the leagues uh, that seem to be at the top every single year? You know who you are, <clears throat> Adam, most of the time. Um, but why do the Patriots always at the top? Why does, you know, for any WSOP fans, why does Phil Hellmuth or Daniel Negreanu have more brace- bracelets than anyone else? Well, there are a lot of answers for this, and I want to go through some of the most common problems that keep us from getting better as players and possibly, you know, people. So I can't spend eight hours a day, you know, analyzing fantasy statistics and history like a lot of analysts can. But what I can do is use my day job and pay attention, you know, to help us, I guess, pay attention to our biases, hopefully help us get better at a game that, you know, I personally love and at many times hate, which, you know, fantasy football. So, I am a cognitive, behavioral, and emotionally focused therapist. I work with a lot of clients, and I help them recognize the different emotions and the different thoughts that are actually getting in their way from getting where they want to be. So, a lot of these different biases that kind of get in our way are, you know, things like the confirmation bias, the gambler's fallacy, availability heuristic. Um, There's a bunch, and each one of them I've actually seen play out in different aspects in fantasy football. But one of the most basic, basic things that can make someone better at fantasy football is just simply paying attention to our emotions. I know, you know, paying attention to emotions, talking about emotions in fantasy football, but that shit happens everywhere. I mean, I got really angry with the damn trade with Mikey. I know a lot of people in the league, you know, they'll go through days and days and days of discussion to see about trading a player. And, you know, not necessarily that's a bad thing, but if it's based on fear, then it is a bad thing. 
So a lot of people pretend, especially a lot of football analysts, you know, the footballers, all those guys like to pretend that they're making the most logical decisions based on zero emotion. Well, that's just straight up not true. And, you know, I'll tell you why. Because we are always feeling emotions. Here's a thought experiment for you. If you were to put a tight rubber band around your wrist or, you know, just pinch yourself and just hold it there, eventually you would stop noticing that discomfort or pain, you know, from the pinch uh, or the rubber band. And that's kind of how emotions work. We will eventually, because we're always feeling emotions, we kind of get a little blind to a lot of the, the lower level or kind of the ba more base emotions that we actually feel. If we're not paying attention to what we're feeling, then we are feeling and making decisions and we're in the dark from it. Like we're not recognizing that we're actually feeling and it's actually making a decision based on those emotions. So a lot of guys specifically like to pretend that they're not feeling and you know we're super fucking tough and all these different things, but we're always feeling whether you like it or not. And the thing is, is if you don't know what you're feeling, then chances are you're making a hell of a lot more decisions based on fear than you actually realize. So that how does this play into, you know, fantasy football? Well, it's the fear of making a wrong decision, the fear of making a trade that hurts my team, the fear of making a trade that makes the other team so much better, the fear of dropping the wrong guy, picking, the fear of picking up the wrong guy, blah, 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 blah. All that shit happens in everyone in this league and everyone playing fantasy football does this at some point. I'm, I'm no different. The problem with fear is that it does a damn good job at explaining why it's logical. But it's not, and it rarely ever is. Sometimes it gets lucky, but for the most part, it's it's wrong. Like in therapy, I tell my clients that if you're really feeling a lot of worry or fear based on a decision, just make a decision. Do the opposite of that. Fear's job is to protect us, which can make us paralyzed. Okay, so what do you do with fear? Ask yourself these questions before you do a trade or you pick someone up off of waivers. Does this make my team better? Do getting these players make my team better? If yes, and you're still having difficulty making that decision, then ask yourself this. What are you scared of? Are you more focused on the consequences of if things go wrong or are you focused on the benefits if they actually go right? So let's look at it from the other perspective. So let's say you have player A, who has been underperforming, and you're thinking, shit, I have to get rid of him as quickly as I can before I am stuck with him. Well, you have actually no way of knowing what's really going to happen. There's too many damn variables, and we like to pretend that we know all the variables, but, you know, at best, we know what. I'd say it's even hopeful that we even know 50%. I mean, shit, look at all the last year with Kenyon Drake. He, to all of us, was the best player on that team. But Adam Gaze, because we don't know what's going on in his head, didn't play him, or for whatever reason, he didn't think he was good, or whatever the fuck. I mean, I don't think he's a good coach anyway, but it's like we assume that the best players are, should actually get the ball the most. But the thing is, is it's based on scheme, it's based on offense, it's based on matchup, it's based on coach, uh, it's based on whatever's going on in the player's personal lives. There are so many variables that we cannot actually predict that the statistics and the history and all the shit that the analysts use is a big-ass guess. And we hope that they're right more than all, more than not because they're able to look at more variables than we are. I mean, you know, we, we log into ESPN or we log into the footballers or we log into whoever the hell it is and hope that they're giving us the right information and we kind of move forward with that information. But I mean, how often has that shit been wrong? It's 
a decent amount. We just hope that they get it right more than they get it wrong. So if you're really worried about player A underperforming and you get rid of them, that's fear. That's a fear-based decision. We are making a, a choice to get rid of someone, not based on logic, because we really don't know what it is, but based on our fear. So as an example of me this year, I traded Austin Eckler and TJ Hawkinson for Mixon. I ignored the fact that Eckler has been a fucking beast uh, because I was worried about Gordon coming back. And I got Mixon, who's been sucking all year with the hope that he's going to get better. So, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if it really works out or not. I made that trade out of fear. And the problem with doing that is you're going to get that wrong more than you're going to get it right. And that's one way that we can actually grow in fantasy football is that we can try to recognize when we're making fear-based responses or fear-based decisions and move on from it. Another big thing is as teams that, you know, like what if, what if I make that other guy better by this trade? Well, again, the only thing you have to ask yourself is, does this trade, does this player, does this pickup make my team better? If it makes your team better, fantastic. That's all that we need to do. We can't be worried what happens to the other team. We can't be worried what happens if things don't plan out because we, don't, we just don't know. We cannot predict that. One thing we can predict is, does this make my team better? That's the only thing. And if we can make a decision based on that, then we can grow and we can get better. I mean, there are so many other things to talk about, so many other things, but uh, I wanted to discuss this a little bit. This is an idea I've had for a while, and this is the first time I've actually really had to practice kind of going over it. So I don't know how this sounded. I don't know if this was helpful. I don't know what was going on. If you want more information, if you want <laughs> less information, let me know. Um, this is not something that I've really talked about before in this context, um, but I mean, hopefully in theory, it's good. Uh, I think there was one last thing that I wanted to say. Oh yeah, by the way, Mikey, I apologize for, <laughs> for that last year. That was a dick move. And if that has, uh, prevented you from making trades this year, I, I apologize to that. Not even sure if you're going to listen, but, uh, you know what? I fucked up there and you can learn from a lot of these things and just try to recognize when you are feeling that fear or when you're making a decision out of fear. And you know what? try to decide, I mean, does this make your team better? That's all you need. All right. Thanks guys. Uh, we'll pick you up next week. I think I got Adam back next week and hopefully other people will sign up. Take care. All right. Bye.